I want you all to have an excitement, which we already have, but I want you all to have an expectation and just a, a, a hunger for what God's going to do tonight. And, uh, and so let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your presence tonight. And, and Lord, we just ask that you open our ears, open our eyes, open our hearts. We yield to you that you can have your way and, and, and just speak to us and just do what you can only do. And we thank you for that. Praise you for that. We thank you for the lives that are going to be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title of this message is Exposing the Lies. And how many of you all have been told lies? All of us have. We've all been told lies. And how many of us have told ourselves lies? Lies. We just do that. And, and, and so we're going to kind of expose that tonight. We're going to talk about that. And, uh, and, and it's going to be, I'm telling you, have an expectation for what's going to happen tonight. So let me, let me take you back till, till I was probably five or six years old. And, and my dad uh, one time told me that if I go outside when it's raining that my hair would fall out. <laughs> and, and so the funny thing is, is that I believe that. And, and so one day, I guess we were getting ready to go somewhere, and what do you think was happening? It was raining outside. And, and I wasn't going anywhere. And, and it was like, no, I, I, I'm not going. And my mom was furious with my dad because we were probably late going somewhere. And, 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 and I, again, I wasn't moving. I was not going. And so she actually made my dad stand out in the rain and made him come back in the house and made him you know, stand, sit down so I could pull his hair to see if it was actually you know, going to come out or not. And, uh, and maybe that's what happened to him, and, and he lost his, uh, lost his hair. But, but no, the, 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 that lie, I believed that lie. One, because it was my father, it was my dad, and why would my dad lie to me about something like that? But it, it was, even though it was done in fun, it was, it, but it was a lie, and I took that lie, even though, again, because I was five or six years old, uh, you know, I didn't know any different. I just trusted my dad that that was what he was, you know, he was telling me the truth. And so I took a hold of that, and, uh, and, and obviously the results of that were, uh, you know, were pretty funny, but we laugh about it today, and, and, and you have to laugh about it because it is pretty funny. But um, there, there's another time that I was probably 12, 13 years old, and, and I, I'll give you a backstory with it. So my dad was, a, was an education field. Uh, he had his doctorate degree. He, uh, he was a, an administrator, a, a principal, a teacher. I mean, just all the, his, his entire life was education. And really, the entire fam- family's life was education because my mom was a teacher as well. And so I've got two older sisters. Uh, they were, you know, kind of doing the same thing. They enjoyed school. They were good students. They were smart. Um, not saying I wasn't, but probably more of a smart aleck than I was anything else. And some of you all know that about me, and that's okay. Um, but so, so I'm, I'm 12, 13 years old, and I'm just doing stuff that boys do. You know, we're outside riding bikes and skateboards and building forts and, and tree houses and having BB gun wars, and I've got a scar on my stomach from, you know, I can show you, but I'm not going to. Uh, but, but, you know, doing dumb things. Lawn darts. How many people had lawn darts? They were the greatest thing ever. You know, throw a sharp thing up in the air and run from it. Perfect. Uh, but, and so I was outside from sun up to sundown. Just, that's just what happened. And so my dad, what I would call book smart, and, and I'm not going to say street, I'll say street challenged. <laughs> he, 
he was always inside. He never wanted to be outside. So here this boy comes along, and, and, uh, and I almost want to be outside all the time. And so he, didn't, he couldn't relate to that. He had a hard time understanding that. But so one day, he, he was challenged to, to figure out how do I get this kid who wants to be outside all the time to read books. And, and I was like, no, I'm outside. I'm not doing that. And so one day, out of frustration, he says, and this, this has stuck with me uh, in, in, in some ways, and you'll understand this, but he said, out of frustration, if you don't read books, you're going to be pumping gas in a gas station for the rest of your life. Now, I mean, that's not me. Uh, but, <laughs> and gas was like 12 cents, I think, in that picture. But... Uh, but 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 I, I, as he said that, I was like, "Wait a minute! You know, let me get, see if I get this straight. If I don't read books, then I'm going to be pumping gas in the gas station for the rest of my life." Thinking, "Yeah, you know what? That's not going to happen. It just doesn't even. I couldn't even correlate that. But it's something that is is interesting because as parents, we have a huge responsibility, and what we say to our kids can impact them in a positive way or in a negative way. And so, thankfully, I didn't take that lie because <laughs> that was a lie. And, and it was said out of frustration. It wasn't, you know, he wasn't trying to lie. Just, he was trying to reach me and understand, you know, how can I, you know, how do I reach this kid? And, and again, it was frustration, but it was something that I still remember today. And, 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 and as parents, we, we can shape our kids, because we have huge influence in their lives, and we can shape them in a positive way or a negative way. And, and we're going to talk about that a little bit as we move forward. So what we say can bring life and can, it can bring death. So Proverbs 8.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it, indulge in it, will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. That is so powerful that we have to you know, remember that all the time. That's a tough one for me because I'm still working on that because there are times that, and, and some of y'all will be able to relate to this, if my kids were in here, they're actually helping in, in kids' church, but there's times driving down the road, <laughs> and there's sometimes people don't drive, okay, they don't drive the best, okay, how about they, they drive to the best of their abilities, <laughs> we'll put it that way, and and I'm telling you, it is, there's, there's some times that I've got some words for some folks, and I've got I to pull that back, and I've got to remember that there's power in what I say. There's power in, in the words that I choose. And, and I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress, but maybe after the next, you know, in the next 50 years, I can figure it out. Uh, but uh, so my question for you is what lies, what are some of the lies that have been told? And so we're going to run through those real quick. So... Some of them are, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not equipped, you're not happy, you're not talented, you're not loved, you're not healed, you're not saved, you're not worthy, you're not wealthy enough, you failed, you gave up, you can't, you won't, and you have no hope. Those are lies of the enemy. They're complete lies of the enemy. This entire series that Sean has been on is, has been talking about Satan and his lies. And Satan wants nothing more than for you to believe his lies. His goal is to get you to believe 
lies about you and other people. Do not let Satan say who you are, but take hold of who God the Father says you are. Fear is a lie. Fear is a liar. And Satan is a liar, and Satan is fear. John 8, 44, there's no truth in him, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But love casts out fear. 1 John 4, 18, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power power and of love and a sound mind. So I've asked Zach Williams, some of you all know who that is, to help with this message today. Some of you all have heard the song that fear is a liar. And when I first heard that song, I was kind of like, wait a minute, why, why, are, why is he singing about that, God, that, that, that Satan will steal your rest, he'll, he'll take your breath away? It just why, are, why is he singing about Satan? And I'm like, why, are, why is he giving credit to Satan? And, and, and when I heard that song, I was like, eh, this is, you know, I just kind of skipped over it and I changed the channel. And, and then every time it would come on, I would do the same thing. And so I'm driving down the road one day and God said, stop, don't change the channel. Listen to the words of that song and listen carefully to what is being, is being sung. This is a song of exposing the lies of the enemy and casting them out of our lives And then that Jesus has the victory over those lies. So we're going to listen to this, and and then we're going to do an exercise. And this is the the exercise piece of it. We'll talk about this. But there's an obedience part that we're talking about. And it's an expectation. And and being expected is for God to do great things. So let's watch this together. the ushers come forward right now. They're going to be passing out some cards. And those cards have got spaces on them for you to write down the lies that you've been told and the lies that you've told yourself. And we're going to take those cards and we're going to take those lies And when you're done filling them out, I want you to walk up and place them on these altars. It's an act of obedience, and it's a life-changing step that's going to happen. And when you take that step and you place them at the altar... Those lies are going to be left at the feet of Jesus, not to be picked up ever again. 
And when you turn and walk back to your seat, don't ever turn around. And don't ever pick that lie back up again. I'm telling you, folks, it is life-changing. Life-changing. Let's pray. God, there are people all over this building tonight that have had lies told to them and told to themselves. God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your power. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for stirring us. We praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name. When you're done with your card, bring it to the altar. That's all I can say. Wow. This is incredible. Give God praise for what he's done. This awesome. We pretty much could stop here, but there's about two more topics to go. So, so let's do this. Uh, just awesome. Again, don't ever pick these back up again. They're done. They're finished. Jesus took them from you. It's awesome. So who and what are you listening to? You can't even turn on the TV without having, whether it be the evening news or the political ads or that everything is bad for you that you eat, uh, the apocalypse is happening, the uh, stock market's going to crash. It's just all these things that are being, uh, that are being you know, just put in front of us. And really, it's Satan just working overtime to create confusion. And you know, there's, there's, again, all those pieces of it that are on that screen are things that we're just we're bombarded with every single day. And so the question that I have for you is, are you choosing hope? Are you choosing joy? Are you choosing peace? Are you choosing to plant seeds or sow seeds of hope and joy? And are you listening to the truth? And are you standing on the Word of God? Romans fifteen thirteen through fifteen, may the peace or may the may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I've asked for King and Country to also help us drive this message of hope and joy. But here's the cool thing about this, folks: in the next few minutes, as you watch this video. There's going to be a supernatural download from the Holy Spirit of hope and joy into your life. And when that happens, I want you to jump up 
I want you to grab a hold of, that, of this hope and his joy, and you'll know when it happens. You'll know it as you feel it. But grab hold of the hope and the joy that he's given you and give God praise for that download. Let's watch. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's lead story once again is Megastorm Hercules. Yes, and though it seems to be settling over the entirety of the continental United States of America, there is some good news. It is the storm of the century. It has utterly paralyzed our nation. On a brighter note, uh, people are really... It's already claimed the dubious title of the worst of all time. Thank you for that, Nancy. (laughs) Why don't we take a look at the weather? Lately I've been really watching the nightly news. Couldn't said it better myself. This is Channel 13, Nancy Randy. So how many of you choose joy? Amen. All right, let's land this plane. So what does God say about me? So he says, I am loved. I am chosen. I am saved. I'm redeemed. I'm forgiven. I'm not forsaken. I'm an, I, I overcome. I'm made in his image. And most importantly, I'm a child of God. Galatians 3.26, for in Christ Jesus, you are a child of God. I'd like to invite the worship team up, and we're going to close with a song. It's called, Who You Say I Am. So to recap, what we've talked about is we've identified the lies that, have, that Satan has told us. We placed those lies at the altar to not pick them back up ever again. We received a download of hope and joy. And we've learned what God, how God sees us. This last song that we're going to sing is a powerful song. And you need to get that deep down into your spirit. Let's worship together. <laughs>